Yeah, I'll just get back to you. You know, I've been asking myself this question. If Pastor A and Pastor B come up to you, né? and Pastor A drives a Cressida, Toyota Cressida 1980 model, and then Pastor B drives a Bentley Continental GT, and both of them ask to bless you, whose blessing would you accept? <laughs> yeah. Yeah? What do you say? Yo, I got you two over here to talk about um, church and materialism and what inspired it uh, is basically just experiences I've had, experiences I've heard of that friends have had about uh, people who are from poorer backgrounds being marginalized by certain denominations and uh, I just also wanted us to see whether um, the whole um the validation of your faith is based on the fact that you have got this and this this quite simply meaning that then once he becomes born again then there must be a process that follows where it will prove that i'm born again by how many achievements i begin to get and how many accolades or possessions materially that i begin to amass because God now wants to bless me with all these things. You know what I'm saying? So that's where, that's where this comes from. Um, so I just wanted us to talk about a point, which is, do you guys think poor Christians, and then let's be specific, do you think poor pastors are marginalized? What's your guys' experience on the marginalization of a believer because of material possessions? Do you see that in your circles? Have you experienced it? Have you heard of anything like that? Let's go. This Let's is go. heavy. Look at me in Frank's face. I, like, I mean, y'all been so silent and y'all so, y'all so talkative usually. <laughs> now y'all just like... I don't know if you want to go first, Frank. Ish, y'all just throw like, me under the bus. <laughs> now, I, I think the my silence is based... I'm, right now as we're talking, my mind was just going through all the possible scenarios that we could head down in this conversation. And I do not want to in any way be... Um, offensive to people mm. you know what I mean yeah um, of course it, it gets quite touchy it's very touchy it that's why I brought it it gets really touchy I love controversy but I am not exempt from having experienced how um, especially in our Pentecostal charismatic circles how um, your amassing of material gain is somehow equivalent to your the level of your faith mm. and um I've, I've grown up uh, having critique about that because I don't think the equation is as simple as that. <laughs> um, not only when I look at people in their lives, but also when I look at the scripture and Jesus Christ and his disciples. Of course. Um, that a rich young ruler, rich, right? Mm. Rich, uh, someone, someone who seems to be blessed by God, mm. he fails Jesus' litmus test. Mm. He fails to be able to follow Jesus Christ and he still sees himself as can his you, can own Can you quickly give context to the story Savior. if someone doesn't yeah. know? It would be great if we were able to go there. Um, but I'm just going to give like an overview of it and maybe we'll put uh, up editing will put up the scripture. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, you gotta love it. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ is approached by someone in the scriptures describes as a rich young man. Right. Ruler. Um, and this young man, and I'll quote this very vaguely, he speaks about wanting in to what Jesus Christ has. Right. Um, yeah. and, Jesus, uh, and Jesus says, uh, ask him if he 
has kept the commandments because that's all he needs to do. This man responds by saying, yeah, since my young age I've kept all the commandments right. without fail. Jesus Christ then takes it a step up and he says, then sell all you have and follow me. Mm. And at that moment, <laughs> he falls short. Literally, that face is like. He's like, what? <laughs> he's like, again? So, so what? Um, so, so it was easy for him to uh, boast in his ability to keep commandments, but very difficult with, for him to talk ways with his material in order to follow, follow Christ. Jesus Christ. Most of us would look at that scripture and be like, it was Jesus Christ. How, How can't can you not? not part ways with your, with your materials in mm-hmm. order to follow him? Mm-hmm. This is the maker of the universe. Bro. You're getting into something humongous here. Right. Um, but I think, I, I think there's something deeper in yeah. that, in that uh, story that we are supposed to look at. Jesus Christ often um, held people to the standards that they set for themselves. So if they they mm. came to the end of themselves, mm. like the like the, the prostitute or the tax collector, and said that I need you, Jesus Christ, I have nothing. Mm. I can't give you any righteousness. I can't keep any commandments. I don't have anything to give you. All I know is that I need you. I need your salvation. He let them in because he came to save his people from their sin. And in order to save people from their sin, they have to come to the end of themselves. That's what repentance is called. Mm. It's seeing that you are unable to fulfill God's righteous demands in and of yourself and recognizing that Jesus Christ is the true answer. So for people, what I see in the scripture, for people who wanted to keep the commandments as a way of earning salvation, Mm. Jesus Christ says that I am God's way of saving you without you having to be perfect. Because you cannot be perfect. Mm. But if you want to be perfect by what you are able to do, continue. Continue on that. Whoa. So he says to the rich young ruler, ruler, if you want to get into my kingdom through your works, I will show you how your works continue to fail you. Yeah. Sell all you have. And in that we saw that he 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 broke a commandment. He right, because he nothing should be worshipped over God. God right. Idolatry. Idolatry. Jesus Christ just revealed that this man wasn't able to keep the commandments. But he doesn't Jesus Christ did not come to condemn. He no. came to say that come say that I am God's way of saving you because you couldn't save yourself. Right. So to going back to materialism and we derailed because of that um, my reference there. If this man this man's amassing of materials were um, a direct reflection of his proximity to God or his faith in God. That scripture shows us that you cannot equate material gain with righteousness. Because he had a lot of materials, but he was not able to see Jesus Christ for who he truly was. Um, so, so when growing up and seeing that, seeing that people would see the cars or the money and say that this man is blessed or this man has faith. When I look at that, I thought to myself, no. Mm. No. Mm. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Mm. Linda? devil's advocate then someone would come to you and say so i need to be poor in order to follow christ the, 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 so, so the scripture, that specific example, is not talking about being poor to follow Jesus Christ. We learn in the book of Acts, we learn through Paul's letters, there were many rich people in the church. Many of high standard and high class. To them, he says, amongst people of Jesus like you, 
you are equal in God's eyes. Mm. Treat them as brothers. Humble yourselves before them. Don't think for a, for a second that because you have material or money that God values or favors you over someone That's else. That's actually my next question. You guys have just led into it. And I want us to discuss this. Is Does God care about money and possessions? Yo, Danny, why? Danny! <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm... I, it's, it's provocative. I've been sent to be provocative. Does God care about money and, and possessions? Does God care about them? Because then you look at Genesis and you look at Abraham. Mm. That God blessed Abraham with, um, with a lot. And he promised him mm. that he will um, take him forward in life, in life and he will grow his, 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 his kingdom. Mm. And that meant more silver back in that day, more more cows, more mm. donkeys, or whatever it is, whatever that was monetized in those days. Mm. And then you also look at the story of Job, mm. where everything that was considered um, riches or considered a value to him was taken away from him. Right. But those two men were really big and great men of God. Right. So and then you look at uh, cases like Paul, who was a chief uh, carrier of the gospel of Jesus Christ, Yet he lived like a nomad. Mm. Um, he, he lived like a nomad, although he did work. We, we do know that he did work. I was a tent maker. Um, yeah, but, but when you look at his class within society financially, I doubt that it was his highest priority. Mm. It, was, it, was so, so, it was so much of a low priority that he did not mind spending time in prison. Um, yeah, I, I would think I would think someone with some stature wouldn't want to, wouldn't want to be there. That decreases your social standing. Exactly. That that you're associating with people he, he, who are criminals, right? He he was happy to um, suffer for the gospel of the Jesus gospel. Christ, right? Hey guys, um, we're not saying go to prison. No, we're not saying go to prison. <laughs> we're not, we're not saying go to prison. Don't 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 put yourself there. But but the, I think I think the Bible is is colorful. Yeah. It paints pictures of people who are of high social order, people who are of low social order, yeah. all who meet Jesus Christ, who meet God and find salvation in him, in him. and find protection and find providence in him. That means God provides. Paul, uh, Paul talks about God's providence. Mm. Abraham experiences... So, so God does care about money and possessions in, because you're framing him, he is framing him as a provider. He yeah, so, so Jesus Christ, that's what Jesus Christ says. Jesus Christ says... Just like a father would not give a child and ask for bread, a snake. A snake. God will give you what you need. He will provide your needs. He okay. provides the needs of the animals in the world. Right. And he will what certainly provide for you. So I just think there needs to be like a very um, critical balance of it. Mm. We shouldn't say this just because this man is a millionaire. God loves him more than he loves me. We know his love, the measure of his love, according to the measure of his sacrifice and his gift in Jesus Christ. Right. If he was willing to give Jesus Christ to the poor and the rich, he loves them equally. Equally. Right. You're a human being. God loves you. God does promise that he will provide for you. For you. Um, he does not... Uh, uh, and we can't... I don't think we can, uh, if we truly look at the scripture, at the Bible, equate material gain to um, spiritual standard. Yeah. Because uh, you get people who are rich, yet... Did not have anything. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, you get people who did not have anything, yet were rich. Rich. So, so yeah, yeah. I, I would. I don't want any. I personally don't want anyone suffering. No. Uh, the Bible even teaches us to be so, so, uh, so liberal in our giving towards people, so, towards 
the society, adding value to society, helping those who are less fortunate. How do we help people who are less fortunate if we don't have? have. We need to have to give. Yeah. But that gives you wisdom. Exactly. Finance, like Proverbs 31, it talks about the woman exactly. that is wise with her money. Exactly. Mm. You know, that is prudent with her business. Mm. So I feel like. Yeah, I, I, I'm just thinking that there's it's a balance. balance. Healthy balance. Mm. That's, what, that's my personal opinion. Oh, mm. So would you say when. Um, the Bible speaks of riches. They're talking about money. Uh, where, in what in what, what cases? Because it's the main on the context. Yeah, the context. And maybe that's something we can get yes. into detail later on. Yes. But my my answer, my simple answer is like we just need healthy balance. Yeah. Healthy, healthy, healthy balance. We need to know that when Jesus Christ came to solve the problem, that He solved the problem of sin. Yeah. And uh, we, we we can't we can't paint it as if He came to solve shallow surface level issues without targeting the root of it it starts with the root the and same. then the fruits begin to show right. you know um let us get to the heart of who jesus christ is what he came to do mm. uh, which is salvation and um, saving saving us from our sin mm. and uh, let's have a healthy understanding of money because we've seen people uh, amass wealth and that only amplify the darkness within mm. them mm. um we've seen and to bring balance, yeah. we've seen people without wealth who have been bitter, and that also amasses exactly. darkness in them. Exactly. So it's the balance you're talking about. Get to the root of it. Jesus yeah. Christ came to say, say that thing at the core that, right. that when, whether you have it all or you don't have it all, you are still someone right. of Sin. good character. Yeah. Jesus Christ, post Jesus Christ. Right, right. Post Jesus Christ, the answer that Jesus Christ is bringing is the answer to the sin problem. Do you have anything else on money and possessions before I move to the next point? The next point I have for both of you or all three of us to discuss is the value, and this is the last point, let's try and make it quick. The value of building your soul and the value of building your life, your physical existence through possessions and, you know, so when I say the value of building your life in your physical existence, what I basically mean is like working, you know, working, uh, getting money, uh, uh, working so that you can have uh, something to contribute and then the value of building your soul would be focusing on your character um, building who you are building your internal mechanism what what drives you what what makes you think the way you think what do you care about so those two bad those two sort of things that we find ourselves in life having to balance you know what what can you guys say about that we're not talking about this on the way here in the car? Mm, mm, yeah, kind of, kind of, yeah. About finding your purpose, mm. but at the same time making that purpose work for you and support for you and help yeah. you. Right. I think the way I, I phrase it, and I write these like words that rhyme, like meaning and money. Meaning and money. <laughs> the things that are, are, are really meaningful, like uh, purposeful to you, fulfilling to you, mm. and almost uh, internal and not really materialistic. Ah. But yet again, money is important. It's an important currency in this world. Without it, we can't do this, what we're doing right now. Without it, you're probably not even watching this on social media. Exactly. You the money to get the data to get onto YouTube. Unless you're on that McDonald's free Wi-Fi, baby. <laughs> Which is purchased by the money of its customers. <laughs> hey, we need money in this in this world, man. So I think it's my banking details are short. <laughs> Y'all better pay the movement's bills because we're bringing all this fire content. No, don't care. No. Not, don't, don't worry about the movement. Just send money into my bank account. Um, e-wallets are accepted. Typical past. He's past. I'll ask you to put your hands on the screen. In five, four, three, two, one.
Okay, I'm hearing a number. Oh wow, guys, so that's that's it on material. <laughs> Parting word on that is man, balance is everything. Jesus came to save your soul. Yeah. Jesus came to save you. Jesus came to save you. Jesus came to save you. Hey. So Jesus came to save me. You. So hey. focus on the fact that he came to save you. Hey. Other things will follow and uh, learn from his word. Yeah. How to balance your life up. And then yeah. God does love you and he will provide. Absolutely. He loves you unconditionally. Whether you're poor, whether you're, you're rich. rich, whether you're a good person or not. His love is not moved by anything that you can do. You are not strong enough to destroy your own destiny. Woo! Good end of the day. Ich